Sleepy. Yeah, for some reason or another, you sound a little taller on radio. <laughs> To get the party started. Are you ready? Ready. Get ready. <laughs> Boss man in the band. Taking it to a dangerous level. Level. W-B-O-S-S. Boss man radio. Two guys who ask, wonder what they're doing in T-Town right now. Not this. It's South Alabama's number one podcast, Drive Time with DJ and KJ. Good morning. Hump day. Best day of your life. Coach Mike Sasser taught me that. Good morning to each of you. Thank you for being in on Drive Time. Proudly brought to you exclusively by Jim Peach Motors and Pete Chevrolet. Good morning, Elisa Finley Hart. Good morning, Miss Gale. Trevor Youngblood. Good morning, Youngblood. Hot Rod in as well. Daddy in. Good morning, Daddy. Mitch Redash. Kathy McMillan. Good morning, Kathy Mack. Tony Burnham. Let's go get that monkey. Already in first thing. <laughs> Sheila Drennan. Good morning, Sheila. Retro in. Tara Jackson Tanner. Mary Blair. Jesse James. Nick Green. Tracy Miller. Renee Johnson. Kathy Tolan. Good morning, Kathy. Ryan Smith also in with us. Good morning to each of you. Good morning, Kenwood, and good morning, Daniel. Good morning, DJ. Good morning, Dan. Weeze, the Weasel Thomas. With much respect. With, with, right. with much, much respect. Now, Dan, you got to talk into that mic because it's kind of directional. So, uh, good morning. to Good morning. We have got a legend of epic proportions in Studio C with us this morning. And, uh, of course, Dan Thomas uh, was, whether he knew it or not, part of the Dash for Cash, and I'm not sure he actually even knew he was part of it, but uh, the phrase that was said when the case was opened that you had to call and say was, Dan Thomas saw a monkey <laughs> hunting at Hog Springs. Well, that is a fact. I got a phone call from... Uh Yank Loveless, and uh, he said he had some good news and some bad news. This is on the dash for cash, and I, I said, well, what's the good news? He said, well, the, the good news is you, uh, you're, you're a legend again. I said, well, he said, they found the cash. I said, well, what I got to do with that? He said, well, the key to it was uh, they had to call in and make a comment about you find, you sent a monkey up at Hog Springs while you were hunting. He said, you can phone probably going to start ringing. I finally turned it off. It was ridiculous. <laughs> DJ, you've got to tell what Dan's rider was for coming in on the show this morning. You know, first of all, it goes without saying, Dan Thomas is an iconic figure in this community. Love ball, known by many. Came in, brought us cheese toast, actually. Brought us two pieces, a piece for you and wow. a piece for me. So it'll be a... Uh, Thank you, Dweez. <laughs> 
I think there was four in there. He, he's yeah, already, I'm sure it was. He's already eating his too. Well, I'm gonna eat. That I one. have no doubt about that. Uh, but uh, Dan, all he all he requested, and I thought it was fair, was he expected some respect here today. <laughs> I don't know why he came here. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> I think I've made a mistake already. First thing we asked him when he said that was, and you came here looking for that? <laughs> Dan, of course, known as one of the anchors in the class of 66. Watch it, sucker. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> certainly, certainly a, a good enough sport to come out. We've talked about the monkey. I think maybe our first show ever, we might have even talked about the monkey. Oh, we did. Uh, that was part of the giveaway. That, that was part of that giveaway. So, uh, it's one of those tales that never Not a gets tailed. It's a fact. <laughs> well, we're going to get to that. We're yeah. going to get to that. Yeah. It's just one of those things. It's never going to go away. It's part of the uh, the history of our area. It's a... Uh, uh, a story. I don't know if it's a myth. We're gonna find it's out. It's not here. a myth. Okay. I'm telling you, it's a fact. Let's set the stage. What year was it? Uh, I would say it was probably in the late '80s, if I remember correctly. And this is up in the Hog Springs Hunting Camp area, up with Appleton Road. Yeah, there on the the west side of the Appleton Road. I'm assuming before you get to the interstate. That's correct. Up around Sand Cut. Up around Sand Cut. There you go. That's a good landmark for everybody. All right, take us through it. When you started seeing signs of the monkey, nah, what kind of calls you might right, Let me tell you exactly what happened, people. You know, this is a fact. I'm not making any of this up. Did I you was, see uh, little feet, footprints and things? I mean, no, I'll get to that. <laughs> I'm going to have a piece of toast. Go ahead. I was hunting uh, turkeys, and uh, we, we'd we had to camp, I don't know, several years, and we really hadn't seen any deer. And we'd call uh, the Good game morning, Tracy. The game warden. Chef Adam, good morning. Asked if we could dump some corn out after the uh, deer season, which he said, fine, go ahead. So we dumped it out in the road. Well, the problem, we didn't have any deer. When turkey season came, the uh, corn was still there. And so I called him to ask him if it was okay to turkey hunt, and he said that was fine. So anyway, I, I uh, it was about 7.30 in the morning, and um, I topped this hill. They've since named it Monkey Hill, but anyway. No. Uh, yeah, they topped <laughs> I topped this hill, and there was a monkey. I'm telling you, it was a monkey in the road. He was probably about, uh, I don't know, foot and a half, maybe two feet tall. And he was running down the road right in front of me with his shiny, you can see his shiny you butt right there. Dummy. had a long old tail. And I thought, God. And he was, what, what he was doing, he was eating the corn. And so uh, I followed him down the road, you know, about not maybe 20 yards, and he ran off in the woods. And if I had any sense, I'd have shot him. I had my shotgun right there, but I didn't. I wasn't quick enough. I didn't know what it was going to relate to. But anyway, so I didn't, you know, I, anyway, I, back then we didn't have cell phones. Everybody had CBs. And my good friend Mitchell Neese, who's now deceased, he was hunting with me. And he called me on the on the CB. He said, uh, I was headed back to town. He said, you see anything? I said, well, not, not really. I said, uh, you know, I, 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 he said, well, did you get on a big rattlesnake? I said, no, I, I, I'll tell you about it when I get back. So anyway, the biggest mistake I made after I got to work, I walked across the street and t- shut the door when I got there, and I told him what happened. And he said, let's just keep this between me and you. And I thought, well, thank goodness, you know, it's not going to go any further than that. And so I got up, walked out across the street over to the bank, and I thought, Mm, I don't know. And I turned around and Mitchell was going out his front door, going to see Brooks Garrett, who was in the club right next door. And I thought, well, it'll be all over town in an hour. 
And sure enough, my phone started ringing, and it one thing led to another, and it, it got so bad people were throwing bananas in my yard on, on the driveway. <laughs> And when you go to haul up the garbage, you'd slip and fall and bust your butt. I mean, it was awful. It, I don't know. They're just bananas everywhere. It was awful. And it just uh, really embarrassing. But I, I, the closing on this story, and I want everybody to listen to this. A few years ago, Keith Horton said, uh, I need to tell you something. And he had, had a lady over there working with him. And uh, he said, somehow or another, the monkey, um, a monkey, they were talking about a monkey. Well, she lived in Hog Springs. And her neighbor had a pet monkey. And the monkey got out, and she said her and all her neighbors looked for that monkey. And they never could find the monkey. Now, I don't know if that was a monkey I saw or not, but there was a monkey up in that area. And we never did see him again, although my oldest son, Jackson, and I, we went back the next day looking for monkey tracks in the road, but we didn't see any. But uh, it's been... Uh, quite an experience i even had a guy i didn't even know some guy from uh, mississippi sent me he was a game warden i don't know how he found out about the monkey story but he sent me a picture that was in the paper in the 50s of some old man with a child with a double barrel shotgun was holding a red monkey up just holding he'd killed him squirrel hunt so you know maybe there are monkeys out there i don't know so, so you do you think it was i don't this know pet monkey that it got uh, loose yeah, or something yeah but now i will say i did have a club member Years after that, came up to me and he he said, "I'm not going to tell you who it was, but your story's been confirmed. And I'll, if you say anything about it, I'll say you were lying." So somebody else in that club saw that monkey, and they would never come forward. Which you know, I don't really blame them either. You know? Well, I I, I want to say this. No, I don't mean to interrupt you, DJ, but everybody, <laughs> I want everybody to everybody to like and and start sharing this video because. I mean, this is only going to get better from here. <laughs> it needs to end. It doesn't okay. need to go on. It needs to end. It's, it's only going to get better from here. Start liking and sharing this video. I mean, number one, we've all told and heard this story for years, but we've got we've got the main most player in it sitting here with us to tell us about it this morning. Now, I will say this. That does seem plausible that somebody might have had a pet monkey that could have got turned loose up there. But here's my thing. Had you spent the night at the camp before? And if you had, how much uh, adult beverages was involved before you went turkey hunting the next morning? It was during the week. Okay. So, so I wasn't up there drinking. Okay. So this was a sober turkey yes, hunt. Yes. Okay. Very much so. Okay. Well, and the only reason I'm asking that is, is, you know, I, I've heard everything over the years from the, that, you know, Dan was out there and, you know, had, had been in the bottle pretty good. And then I've heard he was sober as a judge. So I didn't know what this actual story was on that. Sober as a judge during the week. And if Mitchell was here, Mitchell could come in and tell us that same story. He would. He'd have a lie. Mitchell would tell the truth. Yeah, I know. He would do that now. Uh, but that he should have never told Garrett. That was a mistake. But now I will tell you this. Mitchell Neese told me that story. I can't lie about it. He he. he, he Somehow, another one day, he and I were, were talking, and that came up, and uh, and I asked him. I said, "What do you know about that?" And he said, "Hey, I was up there." He was, and I asked him. I said, "Was y'all drunk?" <laughs> he said, "No, we weren't drunk." He said, "But I'm telling." I said, "Well, let me ask you. Did you see the monkey?" He said, "I didn't see any monkey." He said, "Matter of fact, I didn't see any turkeys either." <laughs> so, you know, but uh, it, 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 anyway, uh, you know. 
I, all I can say is, is that was a uh, that that is one of those legendary stories around here, and I hope it lives on forever. Well, I don't know. Like I say, I don't know if that was her monkey or not, but I saw a monkey. Somebody, well, you, it was a fox squirrel. I know a squirrel from a monkey. I mean, it was a fox squirrel had a long old tail, you know. Was I saw that you were I didn't know that monkeys and deer couldn't cohabitate together. Well, I don't know about that. Can I, I mean, do you think there was a correlation there that y'all were infested with monkeys? Well, we didn't have any deer. So I don't know about that, but uh, he was eating corn. You know, they will eat corn. Were there game cameras back in those days? Uh-uh. No game camera. And you never saw him again? Never saw him again, and uh, they named it Monkey Hill. I think it's still named Monkey Hill, the group. Or you know, they're towards the end of the 70s and, of course, through the 80s. LSD started to disappear, you know, from the community, although there were still pockets of it <laughs> in different neighborhoods. And I'm just wondering if uh, maybe the cheese toast had gotten laced up there one morning and no drugs at Hog Springs. That, that could have no led drugs. to it. Do you think maybe you saw a baby, uh, as Heather Feather said here, do you think maybe you saw the beginnings of the Sasquatch movement in Connecticut County. No, I don't, I don't want to Maybe be, you saw a baby Bigfoot. I don't want to be compared with Luke over in East Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> this was not a baboon, but it was a monkey, you know. I don't uh, know how old the monkey was, but... Did uh, you, let me ask you, <clears throat> did you not think about shooting the monkey? Yeah, yeah, no, not at the time, but I've thought numerous times about it since. Uh, Do you think Turkey Shot would have taken it down? I don't know, but it slowed him down. I make it have got him. Let me ask you what this. You, oh, what would you have done if you'd have got him? I'd have thrown him in the back of the truck. What I want to know is, what would you have done if you'd have shot him with that turkey shot? And all that done would Made him mad. piss that monkey off. That wouldn't have been good. And that monkey come around, and here he comes towards you and comes on you. Well, the monkeys can be mean. If that thing had sailed off on you up there. <laughs> what what leads you to believe monkeys can be mean? I don't know. I'd have hated to, have to get on the CB and tell Mitchell had a monkey after me. <laughs> I tell you what we did do. I was in Las Vegas one time, and I, did y'all make a monkey drive? Actually, <laughs> I was in Vegas, and old guy had one. I paid him five dollars. Get Garrett up here. Get Jordan. Get Garrett. See, that's why I don't want to come on this show, people. You don't get any respect. And I saw a monkey. I'm telling you. Why would I make that I'm up? not saying you didn't Why would I listen. take all the abuse for 20 or 30 years? I've never said you didn't see it. I'm just saying, <laughs> after that, did y'all have a monkey job? They didn't have no monkey job, no. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Rusty Miller. Uh, Rusty Miller said, mighty short guy to be running from a monkey. <laughs> Rusty better be careful. I'll tell some stories about him. Uh-oh. Oh, man. That gave me a headache. Oh, uh, man. Is it true? Now, you know, when you have stories like this, there's always going to be spinoff stories. Did you go back and try to bait the monkey up? No. We later? had plenty of stories. I, I went back, looked for tracks. Of course, everybody in that. For years after that, well, I went on Monkey Hill. I saw, you know, I saw monkeys. And I think Yancey, that's when Yancey was partaking. I think he said something about seeing a, a giraffe with a monkey on his back or something going through the woods. So. Something like that. Uh, 
Tony, Tony Burnham says, now you know how he feels, Dan. I sure do, Tony. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Tony, just just, just call for Mama again. And maybe things will get better for you. My back's hurting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, 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 all I can say is this. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this story, and, and this happened to me. Uh, you know, nobody will admit that there's uh, well, the conservation people, and, and, and I've and me and Frank Reed have had conversations about this many times. They won't admit that there's long-tailed cats yeah. in Alabama. <clears throat> well, I can tell you I was hunting in Conecuh County one afternoon, uh, and I'm in a kind of a, a ladder stand that's on a food plops on the corner of a road, off of the road, but a road comes around it. And I heard something coming down that road. I said, oh, man, this is this going to be one of those good ones, you know. So I've already pulled up, sitting there with old scope, you know, looking down there, waiting on. All of a sudden, what I thought was a golden retriever. Okay. <laughs> this thing makes a, comes around that corner, and he bebops into the middle of this food plot. And I, I you know, when I finally got my scope on him, I'm like, that ain't no golden retriever. So I'm not going to lie to you. I know you're not supposed to shoot those things. I unloaded a 270, <laughs> unloaded the gun, okay? Not thinking, I got to walk about a mile and a half back to the truck. Wow. Okay? <clears throat> I didn't cut a hair on this thing, and I'm telling you it was a cat, and because as soon as I started firing, that thing was gone. And now I shot every bullet I had at him because I was like nobody ever believed that this happened. I can understand, but uh, you know that I, I can tell you I've I've been there and and had that crazy kind of stuff. Chef Adam said maybe he uh, maybe he need to uh, uh, make you some monkey bread, Dan. <laughs> good morning, Blade. Good, good morning, Morgan Hall. That's right, Jessica. Jessica uh, Marvin, Henry, Marvin Henry, one of our listeners, <clears throat> just chimed in. I have lived out in Hog Springs all of my life, and I have never seen a monkey. Well, I hate you miss opportunities, <laughs> Mom. <laughs> I tell you, and Blade made a good point. Uh, have you ever heard Hal Clemens' monkey story? I'm sure that you have. <laughs> I won't tell it near as funny as Hal, but this is a great monkey story also. Hal was at a circuit, no, excuse me, at a zoo, zoo, at a zoo with family members or whatnot, and they were taking some pictures. And he backed up to the monkey cage and had his wife or somebody taking a picture of him standing in front of the monkey. And all of a sudden, the monkey comes up through the bars and grabs Hal <laughs> and starts choking him. <laughs> and if you ever heard Hal Clemens tell a story, you know, he, thought, he said he was amazed, number one, by the strength of the grip <laughs> the monkey had on him. I think he stabbed him with his pen. He, or did. he went to his pocket and said he got a pen, uh, a little pen knife. And I love how Hal does it. He said, I went this deep in him. <laughs> Tried to stab him in the chest. <laughs> he said, monkey backed off into the corner of the cage. And he ran for his life. Oh, oh gosh. That, 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 that Jerry Wilson said it was a deer, bro. <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, you know, just, uh, just saw a big cat uh, in Navarre. I mean, no, they have them in Florida. I mean, they yeah. admit they have them in Florida. But, uh, wow. Chevy Ann said, all jokes aside, monkey bread is pretty tasty. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, Dan, Hot Rod said you were saying something about Las Vegas. Oh, I was 
out there, and a guy at a, one of the casinos had a it was a it was a big monkey. I mean, he had a big monkey, and uh, I paid the guy five dollars to have my picture made with him, and I sent it back to the camp. They sent it back to Yank, and they had it had it framed and put it at Hog Springs. So you know, where's that picture now? Any it, idea? I have no idea. I have no idea. No telling. I I would love to get a if if we can, if we can find that picture, we'll put that picture up behind <laughs> us here. Or, yeah, or, or, we'll, or, we'll make or, it a centerpiece yeah, somehow. Yeah, or put it right out front. Uh, Did that story ever make the AP wire? I don't think so. <laughs> I know it got some attention in the local. Oh yeah, in the local papers. Yeah, yeah it was in the paper. But I tell you where it did make made it to Bruton today. Looking back on it, Gene Cashman talked about. It. I remember that. I think you're right. He did. I, I'm telling you, I, he, Gene Cashman told that story on Bruton today. Hugh Ellington. I remember Hugh talking about it one time on radio. All jokes aside, here we are, what, 30 years later. Would you consider this alleged sighting of this monkey a blessing, or has it been a curse? I'd say it's a curse without a doubt. (laughs) No blessing at all. My only regret is I just didn't kill him. I wish I'd have, you know, where I wouldn't have. Nobody would believe me. Nobody believes me now. I don't care. But I mean, I saw the monkey. Wasn't there back in the 60s also a... uh, a Martian that was found up there around the high school that looked, looked, looked a lot like a monkey as well. You've some, heard that story, I think. That's some of Garrett's crap. But, but I don't like. I, I I thought that was Earl Miller that that had found that whatever that was Martian. I thought the feds got involved. <clears throat> yeah, the UFO wreck. Yeah, it was a, it was, it was a Martian, it, it a dead a, Martian on the grounds. We had some sort of Area Fifty One deal that went on down here. I'm, I'm not exactly sure how that transpired but if that, you had killed that monkey would you have eaten it would you have stuffed no. it would you? and i don't mean to Cut you know just to say i'd out. kill it to kill it but it would have sure made things easier in my life about the monkey story because nobody believed me then you know nobody believes me now but i mean i wouldn't make something up like this i mean not with all the abuse i've taken about it I, i'm not gonna lie to you <clears throat> I, i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna be as honest as i can be with you dan as much craziness as I've seen in Conecuh County hunting, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I can believe it because I've seen some crazy stuff in Conecuh County hunting. And I'm not, I mean, that's that's a true story. I'm going to have as much fun as I can at your expense for as long as I can, but I believe you. Thank you, sir. I, I, I didn't say that. I wasn't going to yeah. stop talking yeah. about it. Yeah, okay. I believe it. But I, but I am going to say that I do believe the story. Let me ask you this. Did, did did you ever have any other instance of you seeing anything crazy like that? No. I would if I did, I would have never said anything. <laughs> so you so you had taken so much abuse yes, by that yeah, time that yeah. you you were out on, on no way. anything. No way. No okay. matter what it was. Well that does make sense, you know, that uh uh y- you know, I mean that that makes you, a lot of sense. I've heard all this before and I just wanted while we're getting it out there and trying to set the record as straight as we can, there were stories that Days afterwards, there were different piles of bananas in different quadrants there where you saw it. Did any of that, any of that take place in terms I, of bait? I, I don't remember that. I do know there was an awful lot of bananas on my sidewalk and in the driveway. And it was a hard time getting the garbage can up that hill. Did you see Ross? Bananas. I wish we could. Have, we should have played that Raj, this morning when he come on. He is a quick-witted guy. I mean, he is good. Raj, you were good. I mean, good. I mean, that. <laughs> He's trying to cue up Brass Monkey. He's trying to cue up brass, brass Monkey. <laughs> Would you get down and do the the the, the uh, what is it the uh, 
The cock is what, what's this, the dance that you do, Dan? The cock group? What is it? No, I used to do that gator, gator. when I could get down the, to hell. I can't the gator. Get up now. The gator. Can't get up now. We can move say. the tables. Yeah. No, get the music I going. Doing the gator. I got a bad back. <laughs> well, it's probably from doing the gators while you got be. it. It could be. <clears throat> I will I will tell you one another thing. Uh, we've said this on this show. You've probably heard us say this. Uh, Dan makes an incredible breakfast. Okay. But keep Dan off the grill. Okay. And I'm not saying that in any way throwing off on Dan. I'm not at all. Dan actually can grill really good. The problem is, is the stories and things that start getting told while Dan's on the grill and the meat gets forgot about. And so when it's time to eat the meat, uh, we, you know, prime rib turns into barbecue. <laughs> Starts into going in there and chopping it up and putting some barbecue sauce on it and trying to uh I will never forget up there at White Oak Creek. I don't remember if it was New Year's Eve. I don't I don't remember what it was. I just remember uh DA you were out there on the grill and uh you had a big old prime rib. I mean I mean a beautiful nice nice looking piece of meat out there. Two hundred dollars. Had two hundred dollars worth. So you remember this? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and dad's out there grilling of course you know i mean everybody's doing their deal and and having a good time and all of this and uh next thing you know you know it gets time to get that meat off the grill and come inside and boy we were all ready for some good prime rib and guess what we had some prime but it wasn't <laughs> it was uh we had to take in <laughs> one of those old Knives of electric knives just shredded oh, all up. <laughs> Poor happened? David Stokes was with me, helping me cook. Yes, he was. And I he that's right. He dumped a ten pound bag of that Kingsford charcoal on it, and then left it on a little while after that. And by that time, it was just uh, it was really just nothing. But all you could do was make barbecue. It was good barbecue. It was good barbecue. Good and biscuit. you know what? I don't blame you. I would I would blame David Stokes on that as David, well. Yeah, no, I'm not blaming him. It's true. You know? Yeah. No, I. I, I I I forgot about that. I I do agree with he he was there. He was. Uh you know, I, I I'm I'm just telling you, uh the uh you know the the point of what I was making was uh DA was very sympathetic to that cause and that situation that, that evening. Uh he was very understanding. Sure. And uh he understood why and all how that why all that happened. And, He's an easy going guy. Yeah. And, and so well, let me tell you what DA did. He was going to pay me back. And I bought it and he was going to pay me, which he was always good about that. But he said after that, he wasn't giving me any money. And I don't blame him. I, I sure didn't <clears> ask <throat> him for it. I would ask him for it. <laughs> you remember when, uh, you remember when, I know you do because you were there. You remember when we had uh, Larry Carlin? Uh, he came up from, uh, he was worked with one of the banks that we dealt with. And, uh, he he wanted to ride those jet skis, so Dennis got him out there on the jet skis, and they rode around stuff. And and so Dennis backed that truck down there with the trailer on it. And said, "Larry, just pull up on the trailer, and I'll get you out of the water." Well, Larry, he doesn't know who he's dealing with. He goes tooling up there on that jet ski and gets up there on skids on it. <clears throat> Dennis don't get out and hook that old hook to the thing or anything. He says, "You on it back? It? Yeah, I'm on it." He puts old truck and drive and comes up that hill. You know how steep that hill that is. is right? He comes up that hill. About 45 miles an hour. When he makes it on that road, he takes that hard left-hand corner going to the camp. Guess where Larry went? Straight out toward Ed Lee's shed. I'm talking about on the jet ski. Jet ski and all. Okay. 
when he got off that jet ski, you talk about a mad, mad Ford financial services. Uh, uh, somebody got whooped. He was mad. Somebody had to get whooped yeah. that. I'm really surprised that he didn't. Uh, that joker was ill. I mean, and skint from head to toe. Let me, let me tell you this. He didn't ride no jet skis no more after that. Uh-uh. Uh, but there's been many a good White Oak Creek story. Oh, yeah. Uh, that Dan can tell you probably m- much about. A lot of them need to stay up there. Yeah, they probably do. They probably do. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, Chevy, Chevy Ann said we need to, uh, we need to, uh, pray for her and Latinir this morning as they're headed to GM training and mm. she's driving him. That'll be, uh, I don't know what's scarier. Turn on the camera. That could be a, another good story there. Yeah. I mean, That'd be a good adventure. At, at, uh, I don't know. I don't know what would be scarier. So tell tell us this, Dan, and and, and kind of getting off the monkey store. We got to come back to that. But but how is retirement treating you? It's nice. I spend a lot of time with grandkids and uh, spend some time with mother in law. She's building a house out there by us, so it's uh it's it's nice. I enjoy it. Do, do you do you find yourself like a lot of retirees? Uh, Working more now than you than you did when you worked. Or? I don't know about work. Maybe staying more busy. I remember my daddy telling me that when he retired, said he didn't see how he had time to to go to work. But I, it's kind of the same way. I think a lot of people like that retirement. You stay pretty busy. Yeah, I, 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 I've I've heard a lot of people say that. What you said, Raj said. I said Raj is good. Raj is on it this morning. He also know if a banana boat was hooked up to it. <laughs> <laughs> Raj is good. Tell me this. So when you got to Las Vegas and you come up on this man with this monkey. He was sitting there in the hall and you could pay, you know, to have your picture. And so I said, I'm on, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. So I got the old monkey. He's a big monkey now. He's like a chimpanzee. Three and a half year old. <laughs> <laughs> About three and a half, four and a half. Somewhere in that neighborhood. Did you, did you pull his old jaw? Oh, no, no. He had his own water and I mean I sat in the picture. Yeah. He's a pretty big monkey. Hey, hey. Respect. <laughs> I think I sent the picture and I can put on there. Found him, Yank. You know, and so Hey What I tell you is, Dan, if this had been today. Okay, with cell phones and, oh. and and that picture would be viral at this point in time. Oh yeah, you sure. understand that, right? But picture, especially you know now, you know we video them. I mean, with your phone, because I I never even really thought that. I mean, just like didn't think about killing him, but I for shooting him. I should. That's kind of awful to just shoot him. But only reason I'd have done it because like I said, no, you'd you'd have killed him. Yeah, I mean, if you yeah. shot him, you. I'm not gonna lie to you. That'd been the first thing that hit my mind, but only for one reason. I would have known. It, I mean. You know how it is when you're turkey hunting anyway. I mean, you, you you get up real early. Of course, turkey hunters don't mind it. They love getting up like that. <clears throat> but my mind don't work that good that early in the morning. So the first, and this was when you were coming out of the woods. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. So first thing that would have hit my mind was, look, I don't know what that is. Well, I fix it. Let me ask you this. How long did he come out? Did, did he come out in the road? He was at, in the road. Okay. So you come around a corner and there he came was. Came over a hill, monkey hill. Okay. He was, so how long did he? How long did you have eyes on him, or her, whatever? I probably followed him about uh, whatever it was. Followed him maybe ten seconds. Did he but ever you, root? Did he ever roost? Never shut up for you. It's easy to say you'd have shot him. My luck, if I'd have shot him, and been that woman's pet, 
That'd have been the next thing. I done killed her pet. Oh, oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. And it's listen. Hindsight is always easier yeah. to look I mean, back you, and say that. I he mean, didn't have a collar on, did he? No, no collar. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, how were you supposed to know he was a pet if he didn't have a collar on? You know, he didn't have no chain hanging from him. No, now no. the one in Las Vegas did. Did he not? It didn't have a little drum either. I've heard that. Did he have a little, a little drum? drum. <laughs> was he be? You know, one of those. Uh, well, one of those Indiana Jones movies, monkey heads were like a delicacy. <laughs> oh, brains. yeah, yeah. Make monkey hey, that's soup. still that that's that's a delicacy over in yeah. uh, what is it uh, Japan or Taiwan or, or China? Some one of those places they love monkey. I love some monkey. <laughs> 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 I mean, they do. I mean, you know, uh, I, I mean, it. it, it you know, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Wilson said, "Right turn, Clyde." <laughs> Oh, a little monkey soup. Yeah, I, I don't know, but so you looked at him long enough to to. He was a monkey, Ken. I looked at him long <laughs> enough to know he wasn't a fox. No, 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 no what, That ain't where I was going. But what I'm saying, you looked at him long enough to where if you had decided you wanted to pull up and shoot the, I mean, and shoot him, oh, you, I'd have had time. You, yeah. It wasn't like seeing a deer that just no. blows out in front of you and he's gone. No, I was just following him. You I, know, got, I got, you. I got you. I got you. So, did you have a? Were you having to walk back to a truck, or were you having no, to walk I was in back? My, in my truck. We were coming home, coming out. Coming out. Yeah. It I wasn't Jackson like in some kind of crazy camouflage out there running around, was it? <laughs> we did go back the next day and look for tracks, but we didn't see any tracks. Did you see any tracks? Hey. He came back and cleaned them? No, we did. There just wasn't no tracks. But I'll there's still corn there. I'll tell you a funny story about Hog Springs. Uh, me and Sugar Bear were up there one day, decided to hunt. And uh, I bet y'all weren't supposed to be. <laughs> no, I, 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 I got another story about that. <clears throat> that that that's true. But but this this particular day we were we were we were actually good. Okay, and so he said instead of going and sitting in a food plot or whatever, we just gonna walk and make drives, monkey drives. Monkey so drive. we 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 get to walking. Well. You know how Hog Springs is. I mean, before they cut all that timbers, listen, it was thick. We turn around, we're lost. I mean, like, we can hear the interstate, obviously. We can, you know, we, so we'd start heading towards that way. Well, of course, there's a couple of ditches that we, you know, it's got old stagnant water in it and stuff. And of course, Sugar Bear, we, he was trying to get across the, uh, the ditch and he, uh, you know, of course, he 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 makes it about halfway across one of those logs and slips, and he goes head first down into stagnant water. And of course, he's soaking wet head to toe. Well, about two hours later, when it's getting about dark, four forty-five, five o'clock, <clears throat> we walk out in a food plot, and guess who's sitting in this food plot? <laughs> Gilliard Bixler. <laughs> and let that me tell that wasn't good. And let me tell you something. You talk about two people that took a cussing. Yardy put it on us, okay? I mean, you know, I could have shot y'all. I thought a big deer was coming through. I said, it was two big deer coming through the woods, and we happy to see you, Yardy. And we was. Listen, we thought we should have to spend the night in the woods. You know, we was happy to see him. Well, of course, he comes out of the, out of the house and goes, and we get in a was it a trooper or something? He drove up there. What what, what was that thing? What uh, a trooper? I forgot. What a trooper? I know what you're talking about. I can't it, remember. What yeah, that, but, but yeah. it was something similar to that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so we get in that thing, and the whole way back to the camp, 
he is just, I mean, he is tearing us up, man. I mean, you know, he's ill and ticked off and mad. I mean, just, and so I didn't, you know, I didn't mean to, but I kind of added fuel to the fire when I said, Yardy, I don't know why you so dang mad. There ain't no dang deer up here anyway. <laughs> and when I said that, I'm going to tell you something. Like, he went from level eight, ticked off, to level 25. So much so that when he dropped us off at that camp, he didn't even get out. He took that thing in reverse, and he left. And I'll tell you, he didn't speak to me, I know, for six months. I'd see him. I'd, I'd, I'd walk by and tell Yardy, how's it going? He wouldn't even say no. He just look. Hey, he wouldn't. Even, he kept going. And I'm thinking, man, you saved us that day. You know, I, I, I told him that. I said, man, thank you for doing that. And he said, yeah, you must my day of hunting up my only off day or something. You know, he was, he was mad. He got more mad when I told him there wasn't any deer up there. Which is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> how long did you hunt up there? Oh, we had it. But, well, they've still got it. Yeah, that's know? right. I mean, it's. <clears throat> but I mean, how long did you personally hunt up there? I don't know, maybe 10 years. Okay. In all those 10 years, how many deer did you actually see? Not hunting? many. Not many. And I don't know why. That's a beautiful area. Yeah, when we got that, Mitchell and I went and talked to Ed Lee, Matt Mellon, and uh, he took out the trust map and said, pick what you want. And we thought that would be the best property. And Well, it was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I mean, really, all those hardwoods and, and, right uh, and, and all that stuff, it, it was a beautiful know. land. I mean. Could have been poachers. It could have been just no area for deer. But we never did. I'm we may of, have killed a couple of deer. I, I think it was deer. a colony of monkeys. I often wonder. <laughs> yeah. I often wonder if it wasn't because of being right there on that interstate, the way that there's constantly traffic, traffic out there on that interstate that maybe kept those deer pushed off that property. Could have been. Because you, you'd you hear about people killing deer on the other side yeah, of interstate. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I wonder if that didn't have a uh, an effect on the deer population there. I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't think they've done any good since we left. Either. I mean, there's a few deer, but not like. Not like you would think in that area, because Connecticut County's really good deer hunting, but we never we never did have it. I don't I don't remember if it was Mr. Peach or Chip, one of the two. Jim was in it for years. They killed a a, a pretty nice deer up yeah, there. Was it, was, it, was it Jim Peach? Jim killed a yeah, nice deer. Yeah, Sugar Bear did he killed a nice deer up there. That's right. He did. A matter of fact, a real nice deer. A real deer. nice one. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Uh but I remember Mr. Peach killing that deer up there and he said I I'll never I'll never forget this. He said this thing didn't cost me but about thirty five thousand dollars. <laughs> That's probably pretty close to being true. I, mean, he said, I guess he's talking about all the years yeah, he paid to be yeah. in and all this kind of stuff. And you know, finally, he finally got one that was you know worth worth killing or what have you. But uh, I will tell you this too, and, and I'm going to talk about the mayor for a minute. And you know this to be a fact because I've been there when you were there on dice game. Uh. Yank Lovelace will work you over on some dice. I want to know, were those dice loaded or not? No, they weren't, but he will. I okay, think, well, how does how how can he do? I think Yank, I used to watch him, and he would stay. He would have the most money, and he'd just, uh, he kept rolling, rolling, rolling until he'd get hot. I mean, he would stay in there to the bitter end. But look, he got to where he'd start calling his shot, Yeah, Dan. he was good at it, but I don't think they were. I'm pretty sure they weren't loaded, but he was. He, he he could he could roll the bone. Well, I'm telling you right now, when a man can sit there five or six times in a row and call his shot of what he's fixing to roll, and it happens, and then you're down and nothing but your boxer shorts. That's, right. that's all you got on. That's right. Okay, and I'm telling you that happened to me personally. Now, happened to a lot of people. To his credit, 
thank you, Mayor. He did give me my clothes back. Yeah. Okay. And, and, people, and my pe- billfold. A lot of people didn't know that when they were rolling the dice. I didn't know it. I'm going to tell you right now, I told Sugar Bear, I said, it's going to be a long ride to brute with me and these boxer shorts right here. <laughs> and Sugar Bear was down to his. I mean, we, I'm telling you, he, he took everything we had. And I told him the whole time, I said, dice are loaded. He said, well, go get me some more dice. I said, where am I going to get some dice from <laughs> up in the middle of Hog Springs? And I'm standing here with boxer shorts on. I'm going to go jump in the truck, run out to the gas station and get some bones. Is that what you're telling me? But I always swore that those dice had to be loaded because I've, not, I, I've only seen a very few people that could call their shot, Johnny Grady being one of them, when he gets hot. And you know when Johnny Grady gets hot is when he starts rolling fours. Okay? <laughs> if he starts rolling a four, you better get up, get up and, and walk run. Away. Let me tell you what he's going to start doing. Come on, Uncle Hugh. You was good to me, big four. Now, come on. <laughs> I mean, and he'll start, am I lying down? No, he's he pretty hot. One yeah, four. when he gets on them fours, man, that's it. He's going to start. I mean, and I don't know if y'all know Johnny Grady. But Johnny Grady's like Dan Thomas. You are going to have a big time. If Dan Thomas is around, if Johnny Grady is around, you are going to have a big time. And, and, and Is that a true statement? I enjoy life. Yeah, that's, that's right. Listen, that's why I was so happy when you said you were coming on because of all the people in the world that I can say that I have never been around and not had a great time. You are one of those people. I was around him one time where he wasn't having a good time, and he knows exactly what I'm yeah. talking about. And we'll just leave it at that. That's true. It involved football. Now, now I'm not going to say I hadn't seen him. I hadn't seen him where he's had better times than others. I, th- that particular night about that prime rib, he wasn't having too good of a time either. But now, I forgot Stokes was there, and you were able to lay some of that off on Stokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, <clears throat> David happens to watch this show, if he is or if he does, it ain't that hard to really get stoked, fired up. No, do you? <laughs> you know, so he got a little fired up. Do you know where he was on the night of the kick six game? Where was he? At he, the kick six, he game? was sitting this close to me at it. He and his son, one of his sons, Stephen, Stephen, they had body painted. <laughs> he had Allie across You're his chest. Me. He had Allie, A L L Y, and Buck had Bammy across his chest. <laughs> And they were sitting there <laughs> the game out there beside us as dejected as two humans I've I ever seen in my I life. See. You li- y'all literally were body painted. No. <laughs> I saw Robbie Cotton pick up a metal chair and threw it down. He looked like a little sumo wrestler and just crashed it on the ground. It just went in pieces. He was so excited. We weren't there. in a minute. We'd left. We left. Tracy was there. Yeah, Tracy. Tracy was there. Was there. She can vouch for it. Allie Bammy. Never been back. <laughs> Don't intend to go. You ain't going back? No. You're done. I'm done. You had all the fun you could have. Yeah. <laughs> we did have a good day. Oh, I mean, it was the, a the good day. The day was awesome. They were very social. I appreciate the invite, but good Lord, that was a heck of a way to lose a ball game, you know? Oh, uh, listen, it was hard on y'all. It was great for us, and you got to understand, we don't get that many great moments. Once every 50 years. Okay. <laughs> but the single greatest play in college football happened in the biggest game right. that there is, and we come out on the better end of it. Now, yep. you know, and how that happened two weeks in a row, you know, I think that, I think those two games, Auburn-Georgia game and Auburn-Alabama game, that's number one and two of the greatest college plays of all time on ESPN's we, top, what, uh, we, 100 or whatever? We almost won the national championship that year. We did. <laughs> we did. 
We give that up and the I don't even want to get started we on that. We almost got it done. Yeah. I don't want to get it's started tough. on that. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've almost gotten a lot of things done and and never have. So uh so, so you gave up your season tickets at yeah. that point. Yeah, I've never been back. I've been invited. I'll never go back. That was just a horrible situation. I never want to experience it. Alabama's in the national championship today in the uh Golf, the team golf championships, NCAA's, uh, Oklahoma State and Alabama. 3.30. Getting it on this afternoon. Winner take all. <laughs> Jessica, Jessica's saying, cue the you shut up button. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> I, 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 I will say this. Uh, we, we have to take our victories where we can. They're not many. But, you know, they're, they're few and far between. So we'll, we'll take what we can get. And I can tell you that every chance we get to replay that, that, that particular catch and run we do i don't blame you matter of fact tony burnham uh liked to lost a leg he crippled himself over uh because of that game as a matter of fact circle of trust t-bone uh that same injury caused him to roll up like a bale of hay up by the fishbowl here recently uh in a pre-warm-up to the 109 when i say roll up i mean like rolled up and he did. He did do that. Yeah, he rolled up. And the reason that some of that footage has not been released yet, there's Ricky Perry. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, Ricky. Uh, is because we're trying to work on some of the language. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's got to be a few bleeps. Yeah, got to. So, uh, but we're working on that. Uh, here, here, here go the bammers talking all the smack that's fine <laughs> y'all can talk all you need and we're, we're, we're good but uh so when you when you moved on from hunting at, at hog springs where'd you move on to dan i mean did you at that point say okay i'm done hunting with anybody because of all this foolishness that i you know the the banana peels and all this bananas and all this kind of stuff did did you say i'm okay i'm, I'm going by myself or no yeah. we we stayed in it we, we kept it for a long time i stayed up there i mean you know but uh weren't many days up there that somebody didn't make a comment about it you know did you see a giraffe did you see an elephant you know when you go out in the afternoon that kind of stuff but i stayed with it for a while well <clears throat> you must have liked it if you stayed on up there with it well we had a good group had a good group of people you know we were very fortunate to uh, I don't think any of them ended anymore, but we had a good group of guys. It was a lot of fun. Everybody had the, had their sons, and you know they grew up at either up in Belleville. We removed from Belleville to Hog Springs. It was it was a good time in everybody's lives. I enjoyed it. Uh, did you ever have any similar experiences in Belleville? No, not like that. Nah, ain't no monkeys in Belleville. No. Uh, I will tell you, that's going to be a sound bite we're going to use right there. Ain't no monkeys in Belleville. <laughs> Winning. Man, I love that. Oh, man. Ain't no monkeys in Belleville. Yeah. I don't, that sounds like a beginning of a country song. I think we could probably get somebody to write one up. Maybe call Duke Pendleton, see if he write one up for us. Or Hanky. Hanky would be better. Because Hanky's got that, that, that old school kind of, like he could write a good, yeah. he could, because he knows the inner working parts of all that. Are you well, gonna Are you gonna come to the Dash Bash? Probably. Good. Yeah. I want you to. We'll have a tent set up. Get you out of the. Will you get in the dunking booth? I don't know about that. I can't swim. Yeah, so Dale's not a, not a swimmer. You, you don't have to swim. You just have to stand up. Well, it's five uh, feet. How deep is it? Five feet. It'd be tough. It'd be tough for me. 
<laughs> that, thing, that thing ain't five foot, is it? I think so. It might, maybe it is. Let me tell you something. You know what? You know how Whitman and Chip Peach did? Uh, they had the Duncan booth down at the Blueberry Festival one year. And the city councilmen were going and sitting in it. Well, when it came Frank Cotton's turn to go sit in the Duncan booth, we had one of those big commercial ice makers up there at the detail shop. (laughs) Well, they went and got, I mean, either three, four, five of those 240-quart ice chests full of ice and took down there and dumped in to that Uh -uh. thing. Now, listen, they get Coach up on that pedestal, all right, and Coach's legs is sitting down in that water, and he is literally shaking all over. I guarantee it. Well, right about the time somebody walks up to buy the balls to start throwing, Chip has a case of the, this probably ain't a good idea, hit him, and he says, get off that, Frank, and puts Hal up there on top of it. And here Hal was loading it down with ice, thinking he was fixing to be funny, right? First man up nails that thing, and here goes Hal in that water, cold, ice cold water. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I thought that was a monkey walking down 31 just <laughs> then. Did you see that? Yeah, I, didn't, I knew it wasn't a monkey, but I don't know what that was. I thought it was a turkey then, but when I started looking at it, the way that thing was leaning over. Anyhow, Hal, <laughs> Hal comes back soaking wet, froze to death, and he said, I'm going to tell you something. He said, I think Frank and Chip had that set up for that to happen. And Frank's over there laughing like a, you know, a, a, a hyena. I'm sure he was involved. You know, coach, he was, oh, yeah. Yeah. he was bad to pull stuff on you. And, uh, but if we, we, we're probably gonna have a Duncan booth and I'm telling you, people would love to see Dan Thomas in the Duncan booth. I don't think there's enough money to get me down there to do that. Well, think about the people that you'd be helping by, you know, well, that's true. Uh, the, the, the young people they didn't know my head. Yeah, I don't think it'd be over your head. I mean, I don't know, but I don't, I don't know how tall that thing is. I don't think it's no six foot or anything. I don't think you got to swim up to the top. Uh, remember when they got Chief in that thing over there at uh, Sportsman's Park? I the do. Women to women group thing. Hey, they, they didn't even throw balls. They just run up there and just started hitting that doggone lever <laughs> and putting him in. <clears throat> Which, uh, hey, that, you know, maybe he deserved that, but uh, maybe he didn't, but. We need to get that crackhead cam going again. Yes, yes. I had seen many come by this no, morning. Have been, you been a quiet? It's day. kind of been quiet. Hump day. I wonder if hump they uh, get ready for a big weekend. I, I, I was going to say, I wonder if they getting ready for a big weekend or if uh, or just what's going on. Uh, oh, Jerry Wilson said Dan's going to dress like a monkey and get on stage with the pigs and dance. <laughs> I, I hope want, you come. It's going to be a good time. I hope you do too. I I I, I really I think do. About it. Yeah, June thirtieth. Get uh get Buck and uh JT and 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 you know listen y- y'all need to come up there just just for the main reason that uh uh you know gonna be a lot of st- a lot of fun and while we're talking about that <clears throat> let me and we confirmed yesterday a, a few more details uh Wind Creek of course one of the um you know big sponsors of uh, the Dash Bash. They're bringing their 55-foot gaming trailer What to the, to the bash. What is that? It's 55-foot. I mean, you actually going in and play of, games? Of fun. Okay. <clears throat> now, I, I, I'm not uh, 
I don't have all the details yet as to what's in the uh you know the the gaming trailer but i can tell you it's like what you would haul nascar like right. race cars in it's, it's huge i've seen it it is <clears throat> yeah it's huge and uh they're bringing that they're going both sides of it opens up uh you're able to go in it you'll have a tent set up i mean they're they're coming to do uh, uh they're gonna make and ha- we're gonna have a lot of fun uh down there that day and and with that that's going to be a lot of fun if when i hear gaming and i you know i'm thinking hey this thing may be full of slot machines uh if it is it's going to be a real fun day at O'Bannon park yeah uh i'm not sure that's what it is it may be you know full of arcade games i've seen some of these trailers that, that people come around with i think they've had them at the schools here in town where they pull up and these kids can go inside and play all these you know video games and that kind of thing Video games today ain't like what they were when we all, you know, back what I, I mean, we played Pong and, yeah. you know, uh, what was it? Uh, Asteroids and, you know, Pac-Man we thought was advanced. Yeah. And at birthday parties, <clears throat> you'd play Pin the Tail and the Monkey. Yeah. And pin, <laughs> the Pinata was actually a monkey. And before you blind, got blindfolded, everybody said, now listen, this monkey is brought to you courtesy of Wheeze. And uh, we want y'all to, to to know that. Let me ask you this, Weez. Get back to DA for a second. Uh, did you ever have? Uh, did you ever have to sit in the back of the plane by the bathroom? No, no. Well, I never did. I, I I can tell you. Do you know who Nellie Rock is? Yeah. <laughs> Nellie Rock uh, has has had that seat. I call it the cheap seat. He's had that seat before. Uh, don't know how happy he was about it. I think he was extremely excited to be going to the Kentucky Derby until he found out he had to sit on a five-gallon bucket the whole way there <laughs> right next to the bathroom door and get up every time somebody had to go to the bathroom. I didn't know if you if if, no. if you had had that pre- no. because, like you, uh, he, he he liked to pick on yeah. you. He, he, would, that, he would pull some crap like that on me as well. So, you know. I didn't know if you uh, if you'd ever had that, uh, that if you'd ever had that privilege yeah. or, or or not of uh, of doing that. You need to wish a happy birthday to your cousin. Who? Jojo Luttrell. Man, that is right. Jojo Luttrell is forty seven ish today, and still, and I'm gonna say it, and still, if not the fastest man in Bruton, one of the fastest men in Bruton. That sucker can fly. Maury Duke Woodard has a birthday today also. Well, I'll tell you what. Part of our drive time family. Yes, sir. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Lori and Jojo. And I'm glad that y'all, I'm glad that you reminded me of that. Frogger. Hey, that's another great game. You know, but um, (laughs) Dwayne King full of one-armed bandits. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so... If we were to let me, let me ask you this, Wee. If DJ and myself and a couple others of us decided to get in on a uh, on a tent this year, uh, would you not be willing to to come up and partake of the festivities? I probably would be there, especially if we set up and did a uh, a couple do a prime rib live stream. Yeah, if we buy the prime rib, would yeah. you cook it up for? I don't know if you want me to cook it. Oh, we want you to cook it. What we're going to do is we're going to stop by, and we're going to get some 
we're going to go up there and see uh, what's his name at George's. We're going to get some George's barbecue sauce. Like Curious George? Yeah, that's why. I'm, <laughs> and we're going to call it Curious George's Prime Rib. We're going we're gonna to dump that all over it. Maybe we can get Adam to make some monkey bread. Monkey right? bread? Yeah, and we're going to have monkey bread on the side. I'm gonna tell you something, Adam. Y'all, y'all, y'all need to have, or, and I say, y'all need Adam. They need to put that on the menu at Camp Thirty One. <laughs> uh, Dan Thomas Monkey Bread. I guarantee it'd sell out sell every out. Every, every time they put it out, it would sell out. What you think? Uh, you you know, I mean, you know, it I would. think it's a good idea. Yeah, I think it is too. I think it is too. Uh, so, and talking about. Do you hunt any at all anymore, Dan? No, I hadn't hunted in a number of years. Just got too old. It's, actually, I used to turkey hunt. I got where I came here like I like to, so I just got out of it. You you, you still go up to White Oak Creek? Some. Not like I used to, but we still go up there some, not much. Are you... Uh, that's a pretty area. Oh, I was going to say, and, and you... I mean, that, you, that's a beautiful, beautiful place, and of course, you got a beautiful view from... I mean... Thank you. Probably one of the better ones, in my opinion. Uh, We've been up there about 30 years. Yeah, yeah. And now I will say this. Uh, place has kind of changed a little bit. Over, oh, yeah. It really has. I mean, over the last, what, 10 years especially. Mm-hmm. Where you were up there when Uncle Levon and was it Ed Lee? And maybe you. I mean, it was just a few of y'all yeah, up there. Yeah, just a few from Bruton. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember. a lot of people from Florida up there now. A lot of people. I remember going over there. With uh, Uncle Levine, they had that trailer over there. You know, it's back when it was trailers, mm-hmm. and they had that trailer over there on a. Now I'm calling it a trailer. I'll get a call later on and Not get told all. get get told what a trailer is. But uh, I remember going over there and Ed Lee, Ed Lee being out there and him say asking us what we was doing and you know how Ed Lee was if he decided he was going to sit down and start drinking. Went now I wasn't old enough to drink at that time, but somebody else was, and you know that was the, kind of the way that day went. You know the. uh the Dash Bash, we're having the Velcro Pygmies. They're a cover band, mostly 80s, but they do a little bit of everything. You know how they open up each show? Huh. Hey, hey, with the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind if we sat you up on no, the chair? No, fine. Put me oh. on the chair. I'll bring a little drum. You know. <laughs> Get the symbol. <laughs> Maybe with hey, a bass drum. Can know? we get one of the monkeys to sit up there and just wind that thing up? Nothing. You're sitting there with a head doing like this. Uh, <laughs> oh man, that would be uh, uh, that would be good. Uh, hey, thank you, Tara Tanner. Have a good day. We appreciate you. Uh, yeah. Wow. Hey, Lori. That's a great point. Elisa Hart said Lori needs to make some. I saw a monkey with Dan hunting with Dan Thomas shirts. <laughs> Everybody's going to be referencing monkeys all day in the Dirty 30. I love it. Look at I that. Love Connie it. B. Kind of <laughs> threw a monkey wrench in the show. <laughs> I will tell you something. Now, Connie is witty. Yeah. She, she'll, she'll drop some. She'll Her and Raj have both I'm been telling you, man, they'll, they'll, spit, they'll drop some, some like bombs on you in, in, a, in a minute. Yeah, if I'd have thought about it, my daughter has a giant Curious George. I wish I'd have brought that thing down here today. We'd have set that sucker right next to you in a chair, and that would have been. A, I've had a few people give me stuff, monkeys, you know stuff. I bet you have had a several give yes, to you. Yes, 
No uh, problem. I, I, w- I, would, I would venture to say, how long ago has that been now? I mean, I don't think we've asked that question. How long ago has that been? Late 80s. In the late 80s, pilot me on. So 30 years. Yeah, close to 30 years. I mean, you would think that monkey's dead by now. Oh, yeah. You would think he would be. Well, if he's not, I can tell you this. <laughs> he'd be. He's not. I can tell you this. If he's not, uh, when you jawbone him, probably not going to find many teeth in yeah. the back of his head if he's still up there roaming the woods. But now, if, if outlawing was going on up there, like you said, uh, he may have got popped not long after you seen him. Could have. Of course, you said somebody did come to you and verified. It was several years after that. That, the, that they actually saw the monkey as well. No, said that. Oh, about the pet. It was a no, pet. No, somebody in the club had seen it, and he was confirming it. He wasn't going to say who it was. See, Stephanie? Huh? Uh, monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> the Jane Goodall of Sandcut. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Thomas, you might be the best sport I've ever seen. I'm telling you, you are a sport. Hey, and the, we, sport. We, have, we have violated his rider from the start of it this just, show. It just got out of hand. Which was I feel like old. Uh, what was the danger field? Rodney Dangerfield. Which was which was we got to show respect. Uh, <laughs> Jane Goodall, monkey see, monkey do. Let me ask you something, Dan. How many times have you been to the zoo since that? Since you saw that monkey? I don't know, maybe a couple. Did you feel like that you had a connection no, with the monkeys? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, when you walked by, did they squawk louder? No, they or, didn't squawk. I guess no. they call it squawking. I don't know what they call it. How much longer is this going to go? <laughs> we need you to sign the board. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll go ahead and sign it, Weasel. Yeah. Nobody knows who Dan Thomas is. Yeah. Everybody knows Weasel. Wherever you want. You're the first one. Look at that. Hey, there it is. Look at that. Put put oh, uh, put May put May eighteen on May and of eighteen. Ain't, I, it, ain't it May? Just yeah. just right. Yeah. Perfect. There you, there you go. Perfect. Awesome. Got one down. Very first one. Right dead center. I love Very it. first one. Very perfect. And the crowd goes wild. The crowd went wild for that day. <laughs> they they they, they love that. I did see a monkey. I, I'm not. Listen, I told you, I I saw a big cat up there, and I ain't gonna you know, lie to you. A lot of people have seen cats, and I don't know why they won't confirm. I mean, I don't know that states they still w- claims is none. They, that's right. I, I, let me tell you, I'll tell you exactly the story. When I was telling somebody about seeing that cat, I referenced you. I said, I know people are gonna say, just like Dan Thomas and the monkey, that I didn't see this thing. I know what I saw. Yeah. You know. And I did think it was a golden retriever, but it wasn't. It was a cat. You know, I mean, that, 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 just all it was. We're so. all live, are we? Yeah, we're live. Oh, well, I, I was going to say something. I'm glad I didn't say it. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, you know, hey, that, that, that's okay. No, I was uh, going to tell a story about somebody, but I'm not. Oh, Burnham has got a pretty good one here. Tars Dan. <laughs> Lord of the Apes. <laughs> Tars Dan. 
man. I love that. Oh, man. I love that. Tarzan. That's pretty good. I had to get in the little outfit. You know, little leopard outfit. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. That's great. That is great. That's great. Oh, man. Hey, listen. That is, that's the shirt. That's the shirt that needs to be made right there. Tars Dan. Tars Dan. That's great. Yeah. I'll be on Team Tars Dan. I think they'd sell out. I don't, think, I don't think he could get one fit DJ. <laughs> it's a medium. Hey, as long as it's a medium, it'll fit. Medium and tight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a tag team right there. <laughs> no, hey, I, I, again. Tars Dan. I, I, I did. I referenced you when I when I was telling, when I got back to the camp, I was telling about what I had seen. I said, hey, I'm telling you, and I know y'all going to talk, treat me like what happened with Dan. I said, but I'm telling you right now, I know that I saw there's been too many game cameras in Alabama, too, that's yeah. caught those cats on Look, film. Dove feeder. Yeah. I, I've stood over one that was shot and killed right here. There you go. Me, Tom McMillan, Russell Smith at Dozier Camp, late 80s, shockingly, making a little man drive. I'm not going to say which one of the three shot it, but we stood over it, and we buried it, and it was a Black Panther. His tail was as long as his torso. Yeah. that, that About... That thick. That that the one I saw. The one I saw wasn't black. He was he was, this was solid black. golden brown. This one was solid black. But he had a tail just like you're talking about. That was just as long as his body. As long as the hey, torso. I thought, I'm telling you, I thought it was a golden retriever when he when he first came. And I looked at him like Dan said. I had about 15 or 20 seconds to look at him because he's running down a road. So I'm sitting there with a scope on this thing, looking at him. When I realized he's not a dog, you know, and I'm like, because he ain't gonna shoot a dog. But when I realized what that thing was, I said, I got to walk out of these woods. That thing will be tracking me, you know, trying to get back to the. And, you know, I'm going to tell you something. DJ has brought this up many times, and you know, because you've hunted with DJ. DJ ain't sitting in no stand. No, not to, after dark. Not after dark. No. If he, did, if he does, you're driving a truck down to get him. I ain't walking out nowhere. Okay. I mean, we talked about that one of the very first shows we no, ever did about DJ sitting there, and uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't sitting in no stand past dark. And what was it you said, DJ, that uh, you got, that, that was a Stokes that left you? Mm-hmm. And it scarred you. Scarred me. <laughs> when you sat there late on your first hunting trip and you're oh, let me tell you what scarred. Old. Let me tell you what scarred me with Stokes. Eight o'clock at night. Those sear sucker pants. <laughs> <laughs> I had that sucker so mad one day talking about, and I, I, I actually, all honesty, I actually like sear sucker stuff. But when he walked in with those things on, I said, First thing I said to him, I said, Stoked, did you leave your skateboard outside? <laughs> <laughs> hey, his feet jumped that far off the ground. He's fun to get mad. Oh, man. He's no, he guy, is. He's fun to get yeah, mad. He's a good guy. Oh, and, yeah. and, 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 and hey, and a lot of fun, especially to be around the camp oh, with yeah. him and stuff. You know what I mean? But boy, when you get him mad, and I'm going to tell you too that I love to see go as him and, and DA. Ooh. They went at it that night. About that, remember you told him, told DA that was Stokes' fault. Yeah, and then he couldn't know which he didn't know which one of y'all it was that that, that <laughs> burnt that prime rib. And then you had Johnny Grady in there telling him that Uncle Snap walks in and he says, "I told him, I told him to turn that thing. Yep. I went over every fifteen minutes and said y'all need to turn that thing over." Dennis said, and he believes anything Johnny tells him. You know, he says, "I knew it. I knew I should have went out there and cooked that thing myself. I knew it. I knew I should have done it." <laughs> 
And Dan didn't even make no excuses. Dan said, hey, man, it's going to be some good barbecue. Yeah, that it was. It was good barbecue. No, hey, I'm going to tell you right now, might have been some of the better that's ever been cooked up there. You know? So that would have been a great prime rib. But it was good barbecue. Good barbecue. It was. And it it was a lot of barbecue. You remember when y'all shredded that thing up? That thing, I, I mean. I remember Alan Phillips made a comment, best barbecue he'd ever eaten. <laughs> that says a lot. Coming from Alan. That, uh, that's right. And I, I remember that. I remember Dee Dee, uh, what was it? She said something about uh, she uh, had been a lot of places, spent a lot of money, but didn't know she'd ever had barbecue that cost this much. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that she didn't have to pay for. Yeah. But it was this good? Did I don't I don't, I don't did y'all did y'all make that barbecue sauce? I don't remember. I don't I, really I don't think it was like something I bet out of Mr. Peach made it. He was always making a lot of I barbecue sauce. Yeah, may have made it. I can't remember. Somebody made it. I don't know, but anyhow, well, I, t- I, I I tell you one thing. Uh, any time that we can spend with Weeze having a big time is uh is always fun, and and and. Hadn't got to be around Wee's in a, a few years, especially in a hunting camp setting. Uh, we, we need to we need to tell you what we need to do. You need to have a, a excursion to White Oak Creek one weekend. And do we have to hunt? No, no, no. no, no, no. no, no, no. What I'm gonna say is let's not hunt. That's fine. Just come up there and set the stuff up with that beautiful backdrop, yeah. and we'll just have fun. We'll tell some stories Sound like a winner, and uh, we'll cook some prime rib. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I get it right this time. Well, we'll put a camera. Like, we'll have a grill. We'll put a camera on the grill. Yeah. We'll set that up to where we can show what's going on at the grill with the grill action. Maybe need a timer. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put a timer. Well, you ain't make them now. Yeah, I know. Have you seen? Have you seen those? Th- aren't those things awesome? I've got. You one. stick them in there and you take that little remote thing with you inside. You yeah. don't have to worry about it. That thing will go off That's when the it best, thing. Best cook I've ever had. Works great. What? Uh, what are you? Uh, I use it. Did you graduate one. to the green egg? Or, or? I've got a green egg and I've got a smoker, but the smokers, the electric smoker is really. That's what you like using better. Oh, yeah. It's, that's not good to cook a steak, but I mean, if you're going to smoke something, you can't. It's foolproof, you know, because it's got the electronics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to tell you something about the, the, the green eggs and stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're awesome. They are, but uh, it takes, if you, like me, if you're used to cooking with charcoal or. Yeah, it's different. It, it, hey, it takes a while to get used to yeah. learning how to cook one of those things. You'll yeah. mess a lot of meat up. I have, uh, you know, a lot. So, uh, you know, <clears throat> but anyway, we need, we need to work that out one weekend. That, that'd that be a lot of fun. Sounds uh, good. Hadn't, uh, hadn't got to do that in a while. So, uh, uh make sure you take the bleeper. You're going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> good point. You might have a good point. We may make that one a, uh, a PG thirteen edition of uh, what we do. You know, we can put age limits on this deal, and that's why we're on the internet. Sure, I mean, we actually could do that right now, and it's, I mean, you know, it's not a, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, Traeger Grill kicks monkey butt. <laughs> that's Hazel. That's Hazel Wood. Hayes Wood for you. Yeah. What yeah. do you call a monkey in the minefield? I give up. I'm waiting for. A baboon. <laughs> <laughs> That's my buddy Raj. I'm telling you, he's on point. Man, Raj is uh, Raj is, on point. Raj is on it this morning. I'm gonna tell you right now. I mean, he he or uh, he is on it this morning. Good lord, Ooh. I'd hate to I'd hate to run into. Do you get the feeling it's been like a rebirth 
30 years later, here we go again. Deja vu all over again. Some things you like to forget. <laughs> Stephanie Floyd said, well, KJ, your golden retriever cat may have gotten rid of Tarzan's monkey. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I mean, that, that, that may have happened. I don't know. but uh, The Wild Kingdom. De- yeah, Weezy's Wild, Wild Kingdom. Sponsored by... Uh, I don't know Mutual Omaha is still around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be what it was. Why yeah. Mutual, mutual Omaha yeah. is people. <laughs> you can count on That's it. That's it. <laughs> you can count on to show you that doggone monkey up there running around in Hog Springs as well. So, <laughs> I'll tell you. I mean, I, I, all I can say is, Dan, next time you see that monkey, tell her this. We got to get out of here, DJ. We have had a blast in here today. Dan, thank you so much for coming on. My pleasure. I enjoyed being with you guys. It's been thank, a lot of fun. Thank you, Waze. It's good to see you, too, we man. Certainly appreciate the cheese toast. Yes, sir, buddy. The Y'all and I the fellowship. It was great. And, of course, I want to thank Jim Peach Motors and Pete Chevrolet for making drive time possible each morning. Thank all of you for spending some of your day with us. And we hope your hump day is the best that it can be. Y'all have a good one. We love y'all. Listening to Drive Time with DJ and KJ. Brought to you by Bossman Productions. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and WBOSS, The Boss.